Hey everybody, uh, today we're going to go over a, uh, another tournament that's coming up, BJJ uh, Bet out of Brazil, and I'm going to answer a question about medals, and it's a two-parter, it's about medals and it's about competing in tournaments, um, and what they mean, alright, so that's what we got looking forward to today, again, as always, if you have questions, please send them my way, if you have any, um, any kind of video you would like to see on the on Instagram or if you got any questions of any of the things that I've gone over please just message uh, me personally at jdbacera87 or you can go to the Take One Give One podcast and uh, comment there again we're on every every form of uh, podcast streaming there is uh, Spotify Apple um, you know, any anything you can think of we're on all of them Ca any kind of cast streaming um we're there so please shout us out you know share like um and just spread the word you know i'm trying to i'm trying to get as much going as possible i'm not trying to be big and famous i'm just trying to be able to help people understand how other people uh think and feel about certain situations in jiu-jitsu and in anything really so it's just been primarily jiu-jitsu because that's what everyone asked me about and that's what uh, that's what i love to do so as always let's get into the let's get into the podcast and uh, see where it goes. What is up, everyone? Back again already looking at um, looking at these tournaments coming up, and they're just getting wilder and wilder. The matchups are getting pretty intense. And as we uh, as we move forward, I'm also uh, I've been peeking back at past matches of some of these uh, competitors. And it's like, you can see night and day that they've just been putting in all that work to try to make themselves evolve and uh, play a different game. These, uh, these next matches I'm, I'm going to talk about are all um, on BJJ bet, which is one of the bigger uh, promotions outside of the U S it's pretty awesome. Um, let's get right into it. So BJJ bet uh, the events called who's next and it's August 1st, and this is going to be, I would say, one of the bigger cards outside of the U.S. that you're going to ever see. Uh, this one you can still watch on Flow, so if you got a Flow account, you can still watch BJJ Bet on there. Um, main event, Felipe Pena versus Nicholas Marigali. If you don't know who either one of those people are, um, Gordon Ryan's biggest uh, adversary, you know, rival, you know, protagonist antagonist type deal is Felipe Pena because he's beat him twice and everybody wants to see that uh, run back again. And uh, Nicholas Maradoli is just one of the most entertaining and exciting grapplers in the gi uh, that there even ever has been. So those are two definitely to look at um, going into this event. You have um, Micah Galval in this event. You have uh, Rafael Pagan. Uh, Pugnani, I can't even say his name, uh, but he's he's going to be in there, I believe, against Micah. You have Hulk, Lucas Hulk Barbosa going in against Leandro Lowe, coming back to Nogi for the first time since, I believe, ADCC 2019, which is crazy. You know, I haven't seen Leandro Lowe uh, news for basically since then. Uh, he kind of been just in the, in the background, you know, lurking and Probably doing new things, learning new things, trying to catch up with the rest of the jiu-jitsu game. 
Uh, William Tack is actually going to be in this event too. Um, I believe he still ha- we still have to see who wins the Cam- the Campion Copa Kings for to see who takes his place uh, as the opponent for William Tackett. But again, William Tackett already one of the one of the best guys out there right now. Um, I believe he's got a win over Andrew Wiltsey, and I don't remember who his last match was against. I think he lost, but it was a it was a decent match. Actually, it might have been Micah. It might have been Micah. And, uh, you know, Michael Galvao's basically been touted as the future of, of no-gi and gi jiu-jitsu. Um, and then we have Wagner Rocha and Tanquino, Paul Harris. Everyone knows Paul Harris from the old MMA uh, UFC days where he was going out and holding submissions way too late. That might be one some of the more casual fans might know. But uh, Wagner's not nearly as big as um, Luis Paul Harris, so... Or Luis, sorry, Tanquino Pajars. So, yeah, that's one to, to definitely uh, look at. You know, Husamar's been around for um, probably since before most of you were born. So, definitely, a, that's going to be a crazy high-paced match. I would assume it's going to be a leg lock uh, affair, but we shall see. Uh, those last uh, three matches were all nogi. Uh, the Louis, uh, Philippe Pena versus Nicholas Maragalli is in the gi. Uh, Mateus Gabriel versus um, Carvalho. That's going to be in the gi. Uh, let's see who else we got in here. Oh, Leandro Lara and George uh, McAllen are another Nogi match up in the... It looks like it's close to the top of the list there. That one's going to be an entertaining match. That'll probably be more high-paced and... Uh, I would say top game battle heavy than uh, not so much as the bottom as we've seen in most of these other matches. We have one. Let's see how many we got so far. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. At least thirteen matches coming up in this BJJ Bet um, tournament. But the return of Leander Lowe uh, and Nogi, nonetheless, um, Mergali, Pena, Wagner, Hocha. Uh, William Tackett, Micah Galvao, I mean, Husamar Pajaros, all these all these names are huge names, and this is going to be a very entertaining match. It's, it's going to set up a lot of uh, potential matches as well. You know, we see a lot of these people come out of these with uh, big performances and big wins. It sets them up, and coming into these this ADCC uh, season, it's going to be uh, huge implications as always to uh, see how that goes. Now, uh, one thing I did want to go back uh, my last episode. I did cover a lot of the ADCC stuff. I do want to say, um, Gord. I did not mention the the Gordon Ryan versus um, Galval match is all all but finished. It it looks like it's we're about. I want to say we're about 90% sure that that fight is going to take place at the ADCC 2022 in September. Um, they haven't said, you know, they haven't given an official um, an official yes or no, but the poster is going to be done by the end of next month. So we shall know when that poster comes out, you know, when Mo Jasmine pulls it puts it out there and starts selling tickets, we will know for sure. So in about four weeks' time, we should have an idea what that uh, super fight's going to look like, whether it be Gordon or not. 
uh, Andre Galvao has agreed to the match no matter who the opponent is. So I just wanted to drop that uh, tidbit off. Now, going back to the questions. So for me, um, I got asked what I thought it meant to be in, um, in these tournaments. And do I value um, the medals? Now, this is a, a kind of a tricky question because, I, I mean, who doesn't value the medals? I mean, if you say you don't like the medals or you don't do it for the medals, then, you know, it's whatever. But uh, I do. I, I genuinely, I care about the medals, not so much in the way that they dictate how I um, how I carry myself or how I feel like I did. But um, if we're being honest, if, if you go out into these tournaments, whether it's a local tournament, a pro tournament, a round robin, you know, IBJJF, you know, any of these tournaments, right? Um, you're going out there and you're, you're testing yourself for one. You're putting your health and your, you know, limbs out on the line. You're taking a risk that is not only, um, you know, not only of your own choice, but you know what is possible, right? Like you have, you have an idea of what the worst case scenario outcome is, you know, it can be anything from falling on your neck, breaking that point, shooting a disc out, um, paralyzed, broken ankle, just dislocated joints, broken joints, uh, knee ligaments shattered. I mean, the, the list is endless, right? But we don't look at it that way. We look at it like, you know, I'm going out here. I'm going to put myself up out here. I'm going to test myself and it's going to be, um, you know, you go out there with confidence thinking that you're going to win. Um, and you know, you feel a certain sense of, um, I don't know, uh, security, should I say that you're not, those positions aren't going to happen to you, but in the back of your head, you know, that they're there and it's, you know, it's very obvious. I mean, we're very, very much a contact sport, whether you want to call it a fight or not, look up the definition. It's definitely a fight. Um, now when I go out and determines my number one goal, which should be everyone's goal is to win. I mean, your goal is to win, right? You don't just go out there for no reason. Everybody should go out there with the thought process that they're going to win. They're going to do everything they can to win, right? Well, on a on a flip side, on the flip side, there, I also go out with the mindset of I'm going to try X Y Z. This is my this is what I'm going to do. If it doesn't happen, that's fine. And I'll figure out what didn't happen. So I'm always going out there with the idea that I'm going to learn regardless of uh, of a win or a loss. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to test something out. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm going to figure out why. Um, so as far as what the tournaments mean to me, the tournaments are kind of the most important part, in my opinion, as far as um, jiu-jitsu goes. Unless you're really big into cross-training, uh, there's really not... You know, if you if you can cross train and you got lots of gyms around you, that's one thing. But if you can't cross train and you're not doing tournaments, you're never really gonna know what it feels like to try some of the moves that you're 
working on that you've done for so long because uh, the people, unfortunately, the people you train with are going to know and they're going to be, you know, semi-prepared for what you're going to do, right? So when you uh, when you go out there to these tournaments, it's probably the most valuable learning lesson that you're ever going to get. Um, and that's not, uh, you know, that's no slight to tr- your training or your training partners. I just feel like you're never going to feel um, that awkward, different movement, strange movement that you're going to get from, um, you know, a random person trying to defeat you, uh, defend your moves and or put pressure on you. Everybody's pressure is different. Everybody's game is different. Even if you're doing the same moves, it's never going to be the same, uh, no matter what anybody tells you. Um, but that's, that's my opinion for the tournaments. I think the tournaments are probably way more important than people really understand. And which is why there's such value in doing the tournaments in my eyes. Now for the medals, um, the medals are a constant reminder of you're capable, you're capable of doing this. And I don't care if it's a bronze medal. I don't care if it's silver. I don't care if it's gold. Obviously the goal is always gold, but anytime you fall on that podium, anytime you're up in the top three or four, even if there's only four of you, you've, you've reached a point where, yeah, I lost all my matches, whether it be by points, by submission, doesn't matter. You lost all your matches, but you ended up with uh, bronze, right? For every third slash last place medal that you get, fourth slash last place medal that you get, you're still you're still going out there risking it all to try to improve yourself and to try to see if you can beat these people at this level, right? If you go out and you lose, but you get that bronze medal, I know a lot of people are like, ah, oh, I don't deserve it. I didn't win. I didn't do anything. But you got to still understand you did what a lot of people are too scared to do. Um, the reason people don't start jujitsu is because they're scared. Um, I mean, it's plain and simple. Uh, I need to lose weight first. I need to get in shape first. I need to build a little muscle first. I need to lean up first. I need to blah, blah, blah. Whatever whatever the excuse is, the reason is you're scared to, one, lose, and you're scared to get beat up. And when you go out there and you risk it all, especially at the high levels, I mean, I'm talking all the way to black belt, right? Most black belt competitors now are looking for those high-profile matches where it's just one match, right? Even then, um, how many times have you seen a competitor go out, put on a solid performance, and still lose? And people people aren't going to remember the losses. They're going to remember the performances, right? So even if you lose, as long as you put out the most effort you had, that's that's more than a lot of people are willing to do. So I hold, I hold my um, medals in high regard because I know that without them, there's no reminder that I've done this before. There's no reminder that I, I've, putting, I've been putting myself out in those opportunities to get beaten and not gotten beaten in the form that um, most people 
would think, you know, yeah, does it suck to lose? Of course it sucks to lose. Nobody wants to lose, but um, there's a lot more people that don't even want to try, right? And if you're out there and you're willing to try and, you know, risk it all for a piece of metal, which most of the time people are paying for, right? You pay for that, me- you pay for the chance to get to that metal, right? You do that, whether you understand it or not, subconsciously or consciously, because you're trying to prove something to yourself. And if all you came up with was a last place still medal, you have to keep in mind that that marks a day that you went out there and tried to win, right? For me, sometimes those are the days that matter the most. If you go out there and win them all, you know, obviously you're in the, I'm an unbeatable, blah, 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 blah. But like, you know, that doesn't happen in, in real jiu-jitsu. That doesn't happen in, uh, in um, the highest levels. You know, there's no, there's no high-level black belt that you can see out there that's never lost. Um, if you can name one, please tell me because, uh, you know, I, I, it's just not, it's not realistic. Um, you know, best nogi grappler of all time. Gordon Ryan, for example, he has plenty of L's, you know, obviously not recently he's put in work, but he's got the losses on his record. All I'm saying is for me, the medals are a mile marker. It's, you know, a, uh, a, a capsule for a time where I went out and I challenged myself. And if what I ended up that time was, you know, losing and getting last place, but I still made it on the podium guess what? I'm going to hold that medal close to my heart. If it, you know, for me, it's more of what, when I'm doing the tournaments that matters, you know, not so much the outcome, you know, my, I, I hold, if you look at the metal case that I have with the medals in my, um, in the gym, they're not, you know, it's not all my gold medals. It's not all my, um, only the ones where I won first place, you know, I see a lot of people, they only put up the gold and silver medals up around, blah, blah, blah. Not me. I, I have the ones that mean the most to me. I have my, my uh, first gold medal ever. I have my first uh, purple belt tournament ever. I have, I double silvered. Um, first match ever at purple belt, I choked dude unconscious. It was, it was a beautiful moment. I'm going to put, I'm going to put that medal in that case. You know, I have, uh, my first gold medal as a coach. I have my, uh, I have a bronze medal, which was my first, um, my first Nogi uh, open weight, right? So I lost, I got last place. I lost to Red Schaefer, which is no, whatever, Red Schaefer. Um, big dude, right? I took third place. I, I kept, I keep it close to me because you know what? Yeah, that dude's huge compared to me. Um, I went out and I, I put it on the line against a dude that could have done real damage to me, and I hold that close to me, right? Uh, I I put up my first my first tournament ever. Those two a double silver. I got that up there. Uh, my longest matches ever in tournament. I have those up there. Um, I have all I have all the ones that you know that have a meaning to me up there. And it's not always about gold. And I just want you guys to know that, you know, anyone that's listened to this, yeah, you know, you're going to have plenty of people say, oh, no, gold, gold or nothing, you know, first place or you suck, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, it's not always the truth. If, you're, if your goal is to be only the best at 
um, at jiu-jitsu and you're going out and you're winning gold all the time, good for you. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of you and that's amazing. But the chances are that even if you're doing that, you're not finishing every match by submission, right? And in, uh, in the, in the, the overall picture and the overall, overall scheme of things, if you're not finishing every single person to get those gold medals, it's the same in my opinion. It's the same as, um, you know, being a milestone in how well you did in that tournament, not so much you're the best, you know what I mean? Um, if you're not finishing everybody, you know, points, yeah, points are cool. I mean, if you win by points, you still won. Don't get me wrong. It's, you know, it's still a great accolade, still means the same thing. But, you know, if you beat someone, say you beat everybody by points, you know, in in one, in one you know, person's view, yeah, you never really beat anybody, you know. Um, there's plenty of people I know that are world champions and pans champions that they won matches solely on uh, ref's decision. They didn't even win by points. So what's, you know, what the criteria for being a, um, being a gold medalist is, isn't the same criteria that I carry um, value for, for myself, right? Um, I don't, I don't need all gold medals for me to feel, um, successful or accomplished. Uh, some people do. And you know what? Some people thrive on that. Uh, that's just not me. Um, in my opinion, like I said, every medal holds its own value. Um, yeah, some medals are like, eh, that was a shitty tournament. Did absolutely awful. Uh, maybe I got dominated. Maybe I got, uh, scored on blah, 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 you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. That may not hold as much value, but you know, there's plenty of people out there that'll bitch cuss and moan about how this person should have done this. This person should have that. And they're not doing anything. You know, I'm, I'm at least doing, doing the damn thing. So that, that's my, uh, outlook on that. Um, as far as the medals go, you know, I, uh, I think everyone should, uh, Everyone should like, you know, take that moment, step back, kind of look at what they've done and realize, you know, whether you're quote unquote, you know, air quotes right here, uh, the best or, you know, you're, you know, what some people may call the worst. Uh, there's always somebody that's doing worse. Right. And there's always somebody that's doing better. Um, don't be so self-important because in, at the end of the day, none of us, none of us matter when it comes to the wins or the losses, right? Um, and what I mean by that, and it's probably confusing, uh, you know, we've seen it. We see it in MMA. We see it in grappling. We see it in wrestling. We see it in, in everything. You know, Nate Diaz went out uh, a couple weeks back, got his, you know, ass beat pretty much for four, four rounds and about 90% of the last round lands the a super clean uh one two to the face completely rocks uh leon edwards and you know he almost finishes the fight right in in my mind in my eyes what i see in that performance is not oh nate lost i see 
Nate never gave up. Nate rallied, came back, almost finished this match, lost on points. The same goes for anyone else. You go out to these matches and, you know, you see um, Andrew posted that video of him and Cody um, rolling, right? The first match, he finished them super quick. Uh, second match, he beat him 75-0 to zero and submitted him, right? I believe he submitted him. He might not have. Uh, but when you see that, you don't remember those losses, right? Yeah, we're gonna laugh about it, Cody getting beat seventy-five to zero because it's you know it's funny just because you know they're friends and blah 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 blah, whatever you know. Yeah, what kind of friends are those, right? <laughs> but uh, you, no matter what you do, you got to remember if you can stay in any situation and not get you know beat mentally, you're not losing per se, right? You're not. You're not taking the L as a chip on your shoulder. You're just taking a loss. You got to go back, figure out what went wrong, and work. If you ask me, um, Cody has that entire match to review to see what he could have fixed now. That's more footage to, to learn from, if you ask me. You know what I mean? That's that's the way I'm looking at that. Um, obviously, Andrew was trying to get the points and rack up the points, but we're looking at... Um, passes that Andrew's hitting. We're looking at positions that Andrew's getting to. Now he has all that footage to go off of to learn and fix those mistakes. And Cody's a great grappler. He's a really good dude. That, that dude's solid. So, you know, if, if you only look at those silver and bronze medals as still losses, you're hindering yourself. Uh, in my opinion, of course, you know, who, who am I, right? So that, that's my take on that. I feel like you should always value anything you do if it's out of your comfort zone. If it's out of your comfort zone and you don't, you're like, oh man, I'm going to go out here, you know, um, go compete against, I don't know, you know, say tomorrow you're going to go out and you're going to compete against Andre Galval, right? Do you know you're going to lose? Eh, there's a 95% mm, chance, right? And you got that 5%. Um, now, think about it this way. When's the last time we see an Andre submit somebody? It's been a long time. Now, Gordon goes out there. Say Gordon loses. It's not going to be by submission. Right? We know this. Chances of Gordon losing? Probably way less than 10%, in my opinion. Um, I think he's just too smart, too good. Uh, too efficient, very efficient. And that just comes from putting himself into bad positions and getting uncomfortable and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? If you can't do that, then you're never going to learn. And if you're never going to learn, then those medals hold less value, right? But they will always hold value. They will always hold value. Um, imagine your last tournament you ever did. Right, you, you get injured. Maybe you tore your ACL. You're like, I can never go back for some reason. Right, you just can never go back. And the last medal you won was a bronze. Are you gonna throw that medal away? Are you gonna discard it like it's just trash? No, you're probably gonna hold on to it because even though it's not the best memory, 
It's the memory of the last time you got to compete and step out on those mats and try to prove yourself. And that's more to me than going out and winning every match by rough decision or by points uh, any day of the week and getting gold. Um, just because, you know, just because that someone holds those medals high at a high standard doesn't mean you have to. Um, obviously, like I said, the goal is always to win. It should always be to win. If not, why are you even out there, right? But you're not going to win every time. And if you think you're going to win every time, you're delusional. Do you? Should you want to win every time? Absolutely. Um, it's just it's just the way life goes. But I'd rather put in all that training effort and all that competing in tournaments and be 85% more prepared for something was to happen in uh, real life than to not have any of those experiences. And then someone comes and fucking tries to tackle you out in the street and then you your fucking bullshit Kimura doesn't work because you've never had anyone actually try to fucking defend it or you've never had someone try to actually beat you up. You know what I'm saying? Like those tournaments mean so much more than people understand. And uh, I think that's why we subconsciously pay for them. Even though, you know, you could lose eight tournaments in a row and you're still going to do a tournament because you're like, God damn, I got to get better soon. Right. And the truth is you will. Uh, I don't care how much you suck. I don't care how bad you get. I don't care how bad you can't understand certain things and you're a slow learner. If you keep doing it, you will get better. And that's a fact. Um, will it be substantial? I mean, who knows? That's up to you. But that's my take on uh, the tournaments and the medals. Um, so, yeah. Um, going into uh, this next month, you know, I'm, I'm going to change up... Uh, you know, change up the schedule for the gym a little bit again. Uh, I got a new job. I'm loving, loving the setup so far. Hopefully it uh, continues to sh uh, be a positive uh, change in my life. Um, if anyone wants to come down roll, anyone wants to hold a seminar here at the gym, anybody want to come, come down and just, you know, shoot the shit, let me know. We're always here. Always doors are always open. Just let me know you're coming, and I'll make sure and get as many people as I can down down in here, so you guys can uh, get the best experience ever, and you know, get the most out of everything that uh, you're trying to get, whether it be the roles, whether it be the environment, whether it be just chilling. So, as always, uh, thanks guys for listening, and uh, thank you for giving and taking that one chance.